Saturday morning, and we continue on the Experts Program with our good friend, Mehran Aram of the Aramco Mortgage Company. And you know, you've heard Mehran for many years here on Power Talk Radio with the Daily Mortgage Reports. And today, he's visiting with us in a little longer than the 60-second format that we've become used to, but we're going to have an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, the real estate market and the mortgage market. Mehran, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Mark. Good to be with you. Great to talk to you again. Well, this has been a very interesting year, to say the least. One thing that is a little bit surprising is that in a lot of areas now, we've had some some real tumult in business, particularly for retail and for restaurants and for the leisure industry. But there are some areas of the economy that have held up very well. And one of them happens to be real estate. In our area here in Monterey County, and particularly on the peninsula, Meron, real estate is going gangbusters. You know, there just seems to be more buyers than there are properties available. And I imagine that there's probably a number of places in California where that's the case. Absolutely. This is a very, very unusual phenomenon, what we've seen. We had a very, very low inventory and the housing market before COVID. We had booming economy, record low unemployment, record everything positive, right? Mm -hmm. And then we also had record low mortgage rates. Well, COVID hits. There was a problem even with real estate momentarily, you know, for a few weeks, there were issues there. But, uh, you know, not enough people going out to look at homes, not enough people wanting to do anything with real estate. But that soon changed. But what COVID did was something very unusual because people who were going to put their homes for sale, there already was very little inventory. Those people held off on putting their homes in the market. Now that lowered inventory even further. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, the economic numbers got really, really bad and mortgage rates went lower and lower and lower. And as a result, you had a double whammy of positives for real estate because you have very, very low inventories, very, very low mortgage rates. And it appears now most of the studies show that perhaps a lot of the renters were affected more and I would say probably a lower range of salaries as far as consumers out there. So a lot of people are able to work from home, work remotely, and still make decent amount of money. And they see that mortgage rates have now dipped below 3% on 30-year fixed. You combine that with very low inventory, that tells you why there's so much activity in the real estate market and people bidding prices higher and higher and multiple offers. And, and so it is a very, very unique set of circumstances where the mortgage market is firing on all eight cylinders mm-hmm. and the real estate market is doing very well too. Now, there are problems down the line and we'll get to talking to that, about that if we have time. Well, you know what's interesting that I've noticed around here in Monterey County? I have some friends that are in, into real estate and uh, a friend of mine who's a realtor in Salinas and she's constantly listing on Facebook the properties that she sold. And what's really fascinating, Mehran, is everything is selling. She's selling condos on the east side of Salinas, you know, like a two-bedroom condo. But then she's also moving properties out in San Bonancho Canyon that are three and a half million dollars and properties in Carmel Valley and Pebble Beach and, and so forth and Monterey and South Salinas. It's really interesting that we are seeing very intense activity across the entire spectrum of prices. Is that unusual? It is unusual, but I will also say that these are, of course, as you know, very, very unusual times. You know, People are working from home more and more and more. So home is becoming more important than it used to be, right? So to get comfortable in an environment where you can eat and sleep and live and enjoy life and work there at the same time has become more important than it used to be. And you throw into that mortgage rates that are way lower than they have ever been. You're talking about a 
no point thirty or fixed, maybe around two and seven eighths. It's it's unbelievable when you look mm-hmm. at the numbers. So this is very unusual. But also you have to remember the moratorium that they put on foreclosures, and the moratoriums that they put on evictions. Now that is something we have to be very very careful about because if anything, it is fueling the market again even more because it means less inventory. Right. Because people who are going to live in a home that they don't make mortgage payments on, that's the cheapest way of living anywhere. <laughs> Correct. So uh, as a matter of fact, you know, why would you want to put that home up for sale, right? Because mm-hmm. if you do, you're going to have to go rent somewhere else or get another mortgage. So that has depressed inventories even lower. And those who have been able to live in a home and not pay rent, well, you know, why would they move anywhere? Correct. So that is something we have to watch for because yes, they may extend these moratoriums, but how long? Six months, 12 months, 24 months. And that's what we have to think long-term there could be problems because if those moratoriums go away, you start to, at least in certain price ranges, to see more homes hit the market. Now, you mentioned a moment ago, lots of people working from home and this becoming a new normal for so many folks. What does that mean for the commercial real estate market? Are we going to see, does that make it a seller's market, a buyer's market? Does that create a renter's market? Yeah, yeah. Commercial market definitely has gotten hit harder than any market, really. And selling commercial property, of course, commercial and commercial are different. You know, Mm -hmm. you look at over five units, it's considered commercial because it's over four units when you finance apartment buildings. That kind of commercial is doing very well. Mm -hmm. Talking about multifamily properties is residential, but it's called commercial property. But when you talk about office buildings, that's tough. When you talk about retail, that's tough unless it's maybe, let's say, jack-in-a-box property or, you know, some kind of, you know, auto industry that has not been impacted. So I would say that the commercial has gotten hit hard and that's going to continue for a while until this COVID thing is behind us. Right. So for the commercial real estate, non-apartment properties, but we're talking about like retail, if you own commercial real estate and you've got a note to pay on that, it's a nervous time for you because you don't know if your tenants are doing enough business to pay their rent. On the other hand, if you are sitting back there, you're on the outside and you're looking to buy into commercial real estate like that, you might find that, well, the market is kind of depressed and you could buy low. Is that correct? Well, that is correct. That's absolutely the case. And I can tell you personally, I've been trying to sell some properties and you know the commercial one is, is sitting. It's going to sit a little bit longer, whereas the residential is moving faster. So it definitely creates a buyer's market for that. And people say, well, you know, I'll wait another month, another two, another three. But I'm also seeing some signs of life in certain areas. It's very, very local. There are almost these microclimates in the mm-hmm. real estate market and every area is different, you know. But I am seeing some life because people are seeing, regardless of all the hype the media does about COVID and where you stand on it and how dangerous and how horrible it is or it is not, you know, some people have gotten back to normal and trying to do business as usual. And those certain businesses, I recently, you know, heard a financial planning company, you know, looking at this particular commercial property that's not affected. It was a pain management company mm-hmm. uh, that are really not affected that much. They need commercial space to do stuff, not just for therapy, just their office building paperwork for their administrative office, right? So there are certain segments that still need commercial property to use. And so they're starting to go out there and they're starting to look and make some moves. But overall, yes, that market has been hit hard. And what we could end up seeing happening now, as far as like retail goes, if you have a retail business, you pretty much have to have a brick and mortar location if you've been a brick and mortar business. But service businesses, 
offices, law offices, insurance companies, all sorts of businesses that basically push paper. A lot of those businesses are discovering, let's say they had 5,000 square feet. They send the staff home. Now what they've discovered is, you know, we don't need that 5,000 square feet anymore. We can downsize in place. We could probably get by with 1,000 or 1,500 square feet. We're going to have people that are going to permanently work off-site at home. So it would seem that if you have commercial real estate that's primarily for offices and not retail, it could be tough filling all of that space because you're going to find a lot of your tenant base may be saying, we only need a third of the space or half the space that we used to have before. Yes, exactly. And you know, if you're able to sublease part of it, but that's hard too, because overall there's less demand. Right. So overall there's less demand. When you really, really need to sublease that, that's really, really when you don't have as many people looking for the property. So this is going to continue for a while, but I do believe in cycles in a very, very big way. You know, we have cycle of life, cycle of stocks, real estate, everything. And I think people may enjoy to some degree working out of the home, but at some point you're going to have a surge of interest where I've had it being at home. It's just too much. I want out of here. I want to have a separation between not church and state, but home and office, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's a different, you know, you want your own own kind of establishment clause. Well, yeah, you want to know that, you know, when you're left work, you're home. And when you're left home, you're work. And I've experienced both. And, you know, it's positive and it's negative. And I do believe in cycles. And I believe the time will come where all this passes one way or another Mm -hmm. and uh, God willing for the best. And then people say, you know what, let's go back to our offices. That's my gut feeling. However, I believe that certain segments of the economy, who knows, they may just stay home forever. All right. We've been talking with Mehran Aram of Aramco. And folks, if you need to buy or sell or you want to refinance or you're looking for a mortgage, please contact Mehran and the team at Aramco. And uh, Mehran, how do folks get in touch with you? Well, the best number is 877-600-1130. Or they can also go on our website at aramco.biz, A-R-A-M-C-O.B-I-Z, like zebra. All righty. Aramco.biz. Again, the telephone number, which is toll-free. 877-600-1130. Miran, thank you so much. God bless you and the family, and we'll talk again soon. God bless you and all of our listeners as well. Thank you very much.